1: scream it's the tash show everybody hacking everybody just wants more with the action hip-hop jones got the music blasting better watch out that's all he's asking over like bro. he keeps it real he's no joker original he's no poser no competition he's the owner there i'm moving speakers closer because it's time to tune in to the tash show. Tash, show. tash show
2: all right all right here we go a little monday monday action here at some point whatever month it is, springtime, is it May? Yeah, it's May. And uh, right off of the Backlash pay-per-view, this is the Taz Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, everybody, for listening live at TazShow.com. Maybe you're listening live on the Radio.com app. Thank you for that. Or maybe you're watching live at TazShow.com. Or maybe you're checking out the audio on demand on the play it or the tune in or the Spotify or the iTunes they call that a podcast if you're doing that I appreciate it everybody here appreciates it and welcome welcome to the show phone lines are jammed up already a lot of people want to talk already about what I'm going to talk about a good amount in the show and that's that pay-per-view last night that WWE put on backlash a Smackdown exclusive deal and I'm going to jump right into that here shortly. Um, also, off the hooks, for anybody who's calling with off the hooks, that will not happen today. That'll be tomorrow. Cereals, off the hook, breakfast cereals. I think that's what we're up to. That will be tomorrow. So apologize for that. We have a lot on the, on the docket, as they say, today in this episode. So cereals off the hook will start Tuesday, tomorrow, May 23rd. And also before I continue, I'm gonna give you a, a reminder today and tomorrow, Boathouse jackets, those pullovers, they're disappearing in the 24th, couple days. Buy them now, get them now, because you're not gonna be able to get them. Size extra small to size, I think, 5X. US only, I apologize, that's not my fault. They're an American-made company. They don't ship outside the USS, uh, USA, I should say. So I have nothing to do with that, don't blame me. It's a great pullover, great quality. It's uh, on uh, my Twitter account or on the Taz Show Live account. It's somewhere. You'll find it. Get the boathouse because it's going to be gone soon. Okay. Right into business. And here's a picture of the boathouse if you're watching the video. Thank you, Ant. Appreciate that. Okay. Here's the thing right now. Some folks need to realize something. Okay. And I'm going to teach you that. And I'm going to teach you about drawing money. And I'm going to teach you about having a guy that can draw money. And why he can draw money so most of you probably know there is a new champion Randy Orton lost yesterday to Jinder Mahal okay and it's crazy just on my own Twitter account stuff I've looked at from last night the reaction by a bulk of fans some think it's great some hate it and I think that's cool I think that's good I think that's what should be for wrestling fans No matter if you're a hardcore WWE fan Or you hate WWE Or you're a casual fan Or maybe you like Impact Wrestling Or maybe you like Ring of Honor Or maybe you just like you know, UK Wrestling Or Japanese Wrestling Whatever it is, as long as there is options And as long as you get an emotion triggered That's a good thing That's why I've talked about for a long time About a guy like Roman Reigns He's over because he triggers emotion he triggers emotion that's the key John Cena triggers emotion triggers emotion guess what guys Jinder Mahal he triggers a lot of emotion for a lot of different reasons but by the way if you want to call the show it's very simple attention hotline fans dial 866-475-2948 that's eight six six four seven five two nine four eight. 475 2948 lines are jammed already so be patient might be tough to get through today triggering emotion is the key so many of you have called my show here or said something on instagram or said something on twitter like wow wrestler x man he got no reaction. Oh wow! She got no reaction when she came out. Oh god! It was crickets. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, and sometimes that happens with some people. Yes, unfortunately, that means they are not triggering emotion, which means they're not getting over or they're not over. It doesn't mean fold the tent. They're done. Fire them. It doesn't mean that at all. And Vince McMahon knows that. Anybody who runs or involve a creative knows that. That just means it's time to you know. Reshuffle the deck with this talent. Let's go down route B. Route A didn't work. All right, route B is not working. Let's go down route C. You try different routes. Well, guess what, guys? The new WWE champion, Jinder Mahal, that—that's his career. <laughs> that's this guy's career. They've tried different routes with him, to the point that in 2014 he was released. He was fired by the WWE. So when I put out a tweet, <coughs> excuse me, and I put out a tweet last night, saying basically saying congratulations to this guy, I'm paraphrasing what I said, and I said, no shortcuts for this guy, with a picture of him, which coincidentally there was a Taz Show sign in the audience behind him, <coughs> hmm, interesting, but I digress, and so many of you like, yeah, Taz, you're right, good for him, it's great, you know, whatever, and then there was a lot of you that were like, are you crazy, no shortcuts? What are you, nuts? What are you, nuts? I really, what are you, crazy? He's on steroids. He's on steroids. Look at him. How do you know what somebody's on? How do you know what somebody's on or not on? Why accuse somebody of doing that when you don't know? How do you know? Are you there when they blood test him? Are you there if they're checking his urine? Are you there when he's training or dieting or doing tons of cardio and busting his ass? Let's say, hypothetically, he is on some kind of a PED. Let's just say that. Let's just say he is, which I'm not saying he is, because I'm not going to accuse somebody of anything until there's proof. But I'll leave the accusations up to some folks that do that to a lot of people, not just in wrestling, in life. Well, you're guilty before you're innocent. That's just been going on for ages in our, in our world. So it's not just this. So you look at him, you pass judgment on him, and not because he's from you know, he's easy. Well, he's Canadian, but he's his he's from India. You know, his 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 character and who he is, and because he speaks the language. Now you pass judgment also on some of you, not everybody. I'm, I don't want to encompass all of you, so I apologize for that. I don't want to stereotype all fans because I don't mean that. I hate that. But the PED thing, you pass judgment. So let's just say, let's just say everybody, not everybody, a lot of you are right. And let's say the guy is dabbling in that. Let's just say that. Okay? Let's just say he is. Because he's got an amazing physique and he's, he's hard as nails, he's vascular. I get it. I get why a lot of people think that. I do. But let's just say he is. Would he be the first world champion in WWE that was maybe dabbling in PEDs? (laughs) Is this like a new thing in wrestling? Is this a new thing in, in pro sports? PEDs? Is this new? Somebody on growth hormone or somebody on anabolic steroids? Is this new? Or somebody on a stimulant to help harden their body? Or somebody on on some kind of a heavy androgen steroid to make themselves bigger? You start throwing out that PED steroid thing towards me and my Twitter account? Beware. I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And I can tell you, he is not, if this is true, the first WWE champion that maybe would have dabbled or dabbling with stuff like that. And I'm not saying yes, because I would not accuse someone, because that's not my deal. I'm not. He's not only, it's it's some of the wrestlers that you guys adore, that love, loved over the years. Because they were great in the ring, of course they were great on the mic, of course they were internet darlings, or whatever the reason is. Of course they were hardcore, of course they paid their dues. Well, newsflash guys, a lot of them were, you know, probably dabbling in PDs too. Not all. Stop with that. Because when I put out this guy took no shortcuts, I'm not, that's not what I meant. But you guys took it out of context and looked at it like, oh, what do you mean? Look at the shortcuts. Look, look at his body or whatever. You know, all this stuff. What, what that, that, that. So let me get this straight. If somebody, if somebody's on PEDs, that means they could cut the type of promos this guy cuts? That means they could... Wrestle the way he wrestles That means He can garner the amount of heat that he garners Same with baseball so many baseball players have been accused and or or came up or they admitted steroids all this PDs I've always said this (laughs) I know a lot of guys who've dabbled in that stuff for a lot of years and I still know a lot of guys and they ain't helping your hand-eye coordination. So I don't know how that helps with home runs. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just don't. <laughs> Good luck when the guy's throwing a 100-mile-an-hour fastball at, your, at you know, at at know waist level. And that thing's humming out of that mother effer's hand. Let me see how much those steroids help you now. If you're on them. Stop. Stop. Many athletes who do dabble in PDs, a lot of it is for a reason you don't know. Meaning you... The person who stereotypes, not everyone. So again, apologize, not stereotyping. What you don't know is that a lot of that is for recovery. To keep competing, for people that do in sport or wrestling, dabble in that. Of course, wrestling's a cosmetic business. You want to look great, obviously. You're on friggin' worldwide TV and you're half naked. Let's be honest. You're wearing friggin' these tiny ass trunks and boots, and you're in front of the world. So of course you want to look good. I mean, you know, as good as you can. We know that. Of course, there's a cosmetic reason, aesthetic reason why people do dabble, especially in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Worth that. But a lot of it in mainstream sports and wrestling is because it helps with recovery. To keep competing. But I'm not going to get into a bigger, deeper chat about PDs right now. But what I'm saying is as you pass judgment on someone and accuse someone, which I don't know, I don't know the guy, his blood could be clean as hell, gender, and his blood could be toxic. I have no idea on a million things. I have no idea and it's none of my business and I don't care. That means nothing to me in sport, in pro wrestling, in MMA, in anything. The PED thing means nothing to me. Because it's the wild, wild west. It means nothing to me in pro sports. Collegiate sports, high school sports, different story. No place for it. At all. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not condoning pro athletes. Men and women do this either. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, these are grown-ass effing adults. And they're pro athletes. And if a governing body can't keep it under wraps, and they can't play by the rules, and a guy or girl comes up dirty, so be it. But it's the wild, wild west. I don't care. Don't come at me about that stuff. I don't care about it. I care about performance as an entertainer, a wrestler, on the mic, in the ring, and what you can do. Dennis Jones, producer of the show. Welcome to the show, pal.
3: Good moment. Strong open. Very strong. I'm not done. I I had a feeling. I just
2: want the people to know that you're here. Timber, <sighs> tired of it, dude. Tired of people saying like they know, like like they know, like they know, like they understand, like they take shots at this guy Jinder Mahal. He don't deserve it. The angle's been thirty days. This guy's been in the business for like fifteen friggin' years. This is not a rook. <laughs> stop, stop the madness with this. This guy paid dues, man. He got released and they brought him back. This is not a guy who went to Tough Enough or a guy or a girl who just looked great in the gym and then they put he or her in a performance center and they got over in front of Triple H and some agent and then they push him. This is a guy who paid dues, folks. He paid mother effing dues. Respect that. No shortcuts for him. I don't know him. I met him, I think, once. I don't know this guy. But I'll defend a wrestler, male or female, that has earned his stripes or her stripes. And this guy did. I'll defend a that any day. I don't care if WWE thinks I'm dead or alive. I don't give a rat's ass. I'm telling you, keeping it real up here. This mother effer paid his dues. The gimmicks he was stuck with, the 3MB deal, um... Then he was doing the thing as a resource Rusev, and then the, the the, and then he was teaming Rusev. Then he was against Rusev. All this stuff before that, when he first came in. I mean, you know, the guy's been all over. Damn, I didn't want to get hot. I knew it was going to happen. Jake in New York, you're on the Tash Show. Welcome to the show. Hey Taz, how you doing, buddy? I'm oh, good, champ. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, first time calling in.
1: Uh, oh wow, well, lucky <laughs> you.
2: you! Lucky you. Yes, sir. Welcome.
4: <laughs> I
5: just listened. You get hot a little bit, and I'm not. I'm not trying to amp that up. And I agree with a lot of what you're saying.
2: Thank you, sir. You know,
5: I at, when it first happened, I was a little hot. I was like. uh... There's a, there's a few tweets I gotta go back and delete. But I'll no, but Jake, way.
2: but Jake, it's okay to be hot about it if you didn't like that he was champion. It's okay, Jake. You know why? He's a yeah. bad guy. He should. You shouldn't be happy. He's a bad yeah, that's guy. That's
5: part of it. Yeah. That's part of it. I'm well, not. I'm not Norton fan either. But right, right, right. I got you. I got your
2: point. But on what, that, what I'm but. saying, like, I don't. I don't know your tweets. I don't care. And that's all good. It's your prerogative, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's okay. I'm not gonna sit here and get hot at you like that. Please speak your mind. Yeah. what didn't you or don't you like about the fact that gender is the new champ, or did I sway you now to think it's okay?
5: It's It didn't quite sway me, but it's not even that it's gender, you know what I mean? I, I feel like if it would have been anyone who was in a similar situation on the card as gender who got the push that gender did, or, you know, relatively short in the same 30 days, you know, yeah, any, let's let's call it lower mid-card guy who, you know, suddenly rose up in that short amount of time. I would be okay with it if maybe the push was a little more sustained. Maybe if they would have pushed gender for maybe three months, maybe six months, maybe, Mm. you know, shown him beating a few more top guys. Right, so let
2: me make sure, hold on, let me stop you, Jake. So... So kind of like, let's just say, what they've done with Baron Corbin, like that slow build like that, right? Yeah.
6: Okay. Yeah, like when Baron Corbin first came in. Right, uh, right.
2: Right. Yeah. Like that, right? Okay. So kind of like, so yeah. what happened with Baron Corbin last night? How'd he do?
7: He lost to Sami
2: Zayn. Right. Which... And, how, and hold on, how's Sami Zayn doing? Another guy who they built up slowly and took their time, and and, and how's he doing? Right? People are screaming I, for the guy to he's get pushed. Doing great. No, he's doing great, but most people don't think he's doing great. They're thinking, push him, push him, push him. What are they doing with him? I mean, people were shocked that he beat Baron Corbin yesterday. They're not doing I great. with. Uh, I was surprised, too. And listen, bro, I'm a fan of both Sammy and uh, uh, and Corbin. Big fans of both of them. I agree. I'm just talking about the I creative. Agree. So here's my thing, Jake. People, you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. And Vince knows that. And... Anybody who's ranked creative in wrestling knows you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because, Jake, there's a battle cry, a steady battle cry for the longest time of WWE fans saying, "Get push new guys, stop with the same guys, stop with the same guys. And now they take a guy, they build him in a month or five weeks, and build him and put heat on the mother effer, and it's still now people are bitching about it. These people in WWE can't win. Yeah. No really. I mean, I, I definitely see where you coming from. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Jake. I don't I don't see a big yeah. problem. I don't see a big and you and I could differ on that's okay. I don't see a big mm-hmm. problem with a um with a guy getting built quick in a month. I don't have a mas- massive problem with that because it's not like this kid just came out of nowhere. It's not like he's a new wrestler, you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. That's that's oh, my yeah. point. These guys wrestling 15 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So so yeah. I don't that, that I don't have a big problem with. You know people know who he is, yeah. you know? So thanks Jake for calling. I appreciate it. Dennis, what's your thoughts here? on this? First off, are you all right?
3: I'm great. Okay. I can see the smoke billowing out of your orifices. Put my mic on. I'm fine. <laughs> no, I I was
2: fine when I got here, as you know. I was.
3: Uh, you were. You you gave a little warning. You're like, hey, look, man. To you. Got private, a lot to say. Private
2: I said, warning. You got. I said, okay. The uh, pw. <laughs> that's the new thing. The <laughs> pw. Not inside a report.
3: A private warning. I said this. I said I told Ann. I was like, "Today's going to be one of the better shows because you can just when you come in and give a PW, yeah, PW, yeah, already you're flowing with it. I love it. It's quick, you, don't you know it's right. going to be. And, and the passion is awesome. But I, I 100% agree. First off, it's sports entertainment. It's wrestling. However you want to word it. Who cares if they're doing steroids? Are are you to quote Gladiator? Are you not entertained? Yes. Is this guy like? He's he's a bad guy. He's a heel. Did, did he did he get a reaction? That's what he, I'm he did that's,
2: his job. That's, that's what I mean.
3: I don't yeah. ca- I don't ca- he could be eating steroids for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, doesn't matter. matter to These me.
2: grown men and women that you know what? It's that's on the WWE. I, I mean, whatever. I have rules in place, and if people are, I I don't know what the guy's doing. I don't care. It's none of my business. It does it doesn't make you a better wrestler. I, I'm speaking on that topic from a lot of years of experience. Okay. I'm just telling you man stop it's it, it, it's like that that whole thing has just no juice to it pardon the pun. what the hell 40 and slip jones so <laughs> i came out of nowhere <laughs> i don't know man I, I just you know to me um i don't know how you throw a flag on a guy who has busted his ass not just in the gym but in the business Again, I don't think people out realize this man was released several years ago, and then they brought him back. He worked on the indie scene for several years. You know, he came broke in, in Canada years ago. I mean, he's been around a long time. He's not a rookie. This is not a rookie. This is not a guy who didn't earn his stripes. Where is it written that every angle or talent has to be built for months and months and months? Where is that written? Okay, so ECW, well, you and Sabu, uh, Heyman built that angle forever. You guys didn't touch. Yeah, so what? That was like 20 years ago. And if it was done today, you could still do that. Who cares?
3: There's this- more than one way to skin a cat.
2: Thanks for the cliche. Listen, if I wanted to hear cliches, I'd listen to WWE announcers. Because <laughs> they give you steady diet of cliches, which I can't stand it. And as far as announcing goes, people need to start rethinking how announcing's done. Because a lot of the... I, I'm listening to these guys talk, and I'm hearing so much of the same that I said years ago. Not just me, but, like, other announcers. Stop already. Actually, I thought of... It. Stop. Ed- like, get, get original. Get, get creative, man. Jesus.
3: In NXT, I want to say it was during the tag match. No, no. It was It was the, uh, the UK, because JR was calling it, and he tippy-toed around. One of them got, I think... He done slammed. Hardest part of the ring. A, oh, I was dying. He's, he he
2: toed around it so hard
3: because <laughs> you could tell that he wanted to like he wanted to say exactly that, and then I was like, well, oh, that's a Taz line."
2: But that's why he's a pro. Yeah,
3: he, that's why know, he's a he, legend. Knew. He,
2: he He knew because he's he's got too much pride to steal someone else's stuff, even though know, we're friends. And he's gonna put his own slant on it. And I heard what JR said. And he said it right. He said it right. Please, now I'm on a whole nother topic. I'm flying all over the place over here. Oh, man, it's like it's phones are jammed up here. I, you know, I, I'm trying. I I am hesitant to get people on the phone because I don't. I don't. Hey, chap shooter in North Carolina, you're on a Taz show. What's up, buddy? Good moment, Taz team. Good moment, my friend. Um, I was wanting to talk about backlash
8: and people need to not hinder gender.
2: I like that. That's pretty funny. Hinder <laughs> gender. Ah, <laughs> good one. Okay. I mean, that's like
8: the internet wrestling community's trump card. Oh, he uses steroids.
2: Let's bash him. You know, he's
9: a hardworking guy, but who gives a crap? How does anybody
2: know what anybody's using, and why would we accuse people of anything? I mean, well, look at how he looks. Okay, look at how he looks. He's he's in great shape, exactly. Who knows? Who knows? You can't assume that. You don't know. He's got acne on his back. I got acne on my ass, and I'm on nothing. (laughs) Oh, man. Dennis took yes, his shirt off in the studio last week. He's running around bad shit. He's got pimples all over his areolas. And, and, and I got to make another point, too. Do you know who else had a quick push that I don't think a lot of people really talked about? Who? Alexa Bliss. And she's one of the hottest things mm. right now in the women's division. Uh, you know what? I think you make a very good point, Chap Shooter. He does. He makes a good point. Alexa Bliss is my favorite
8: worker right now. I love it too. in the women's division because she is such a... I can't cuss, but yeah. she's such a B-word, you know? She's a B-word, she's yeah. She's so good at what she does. Because
2: I, w- I called in, oh, when did I call in? Because I was saying that she could be a really hot babyface when she does make that turn. Absolutely. And 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 that's exactly right. And, um, you know, the key is with those turns, and thank you, chap Shooter. you want to get him when they're at the hottest point as heels. And just to backtrack a teeny bit to NXT, we saw that with Gargano and Ciampa. We saw Champa turn on Gargano. Shock and awe Jones. No one expected it. Smart WWE. Good job. Those kids were over at the highest point of babyface they could be. Just lost an amazing ladder match to the AOP. And you have them turn on Gargano. Ding. Good job WWE. Shock and awe. Shock bitches. I love it. Shock and awe last night. Jinder Mahal. New champion! Shock and awe! Why am I screaming? Stop! It's Monday morning. Screaming at everyone. Nah, no, it's actually Monday moment. Damn it! Gotta redo do that line. Why am I screaming? It's Monday moment. I nailed that right, bro. Crushed it. Connor in Illinois. Welcome to the Tad Show.
10: Hey, tata how are you? Great. How was that backlash last night? So I want to give you a few notes before I dive into the main event.
2: <clears throat> Sounds good, bro.
10: Uh, first off, Ty Dillinger and Aiden English are over. Really? Yes. The heat English got and the pop that Dillinger got was probably one of the top ones of the night, to be honest.
2: Well, that was because uh, I missed the begin. That was the pre-show, right? Yeah. Well, you know, part of the reason on that, bro, it's, and I'm not—I like I like both those guys. It's because you guys are probably hot for something to happen, you know. So once they yeah. come out, you know, you get, they get big pot. I've always said that, dude, for a long time here on my show. It's a great spot to be in. First, first is great because <laughs> the people are ready. You know what I mean? Um,
10: Nakamura is over a huge. Um, <laughs> I was actually surprised of the tag team match and how over. Breeze was, but they're they're over.
2: <clears throat> now, yeah, I want to ask you about that as far as it felt, how it felt in the audience because that crazy stuff they did with the, um, with Tyler Breeze dressed as the old woman and all that and all that. I mean, I, you know, watching at home, I wanted to hate it, and I'll get into that <laughs> in a little while, but then it ended up working. It seemed like p- you people were digging it.
10: Oh, yeah, I saw she went, um, One of the Usos would try to do a splash on the top rope, and Breeze kept rolling.
2: Yeah. The other side. (laughs)
10: Yeah.
2: That was awesome. That was funny. Yeah, no, I thought it was entertaining. You you know, it was a good let-up moment. I think that was good. It it brings uh, brings people... uh... Hey, what was the uh, reaction in the building when Jinder won?
10: Well, beginning of the match, even Orton and Mahal, they both got big boos. Orton was not over as a face.
2: Right. Yep.
10: But um, by the end of the night... The pop that Mahal got when he won was probably one of the biggest ones. Wow. Yeah. We
2: went nuts. I'm not surprised. A lot of people, you can see their facial, facial reactions were shocked, you know, which is great. I mean, as a, as a paying customer in the building, you must have felt like you got your money's worth.
10: Oh, yeah. And then I think the biggest
2: thing was
10: the fact that when you get outside, there were multiple fights over it.
2: Like arguments or fights. Fist fights, there were people really? getting arrested. Yes. Get the hell out of here. Come on, dude, seriously? Yep, there were people getting arrested over it. <laughs> I love it. Now, it's do it Chicago and we're nuts, but... Oh, well, you guys are nuts. But, no, but, but dude, but, oh, man, that is great. I'm so glad you told me that. I mean, it, it, no, it, I am because it, it cements my point. It, it, it cements my prediction that he should have won the belt when I did that on Friday, and, and, and I'm glad you told me that right there, Connor. <clears throat> Thank you for calling, pal. On that note, I'm going to go to break right outside of the break, off of what Connor said. I'm also going to explain to you how, speaking of Randy Orton, I was going to say this guy, uh, was it just like a week ago that, uh, as far as the internet wrestling community, this guy was the most hated guy in the world? And then Jinder goes and wins, and and people are mad at Jinder now. (laughs) Talk about that. Also, more phone calls and uh, get deeper into the whole backlisting. TAS Show, Pack Monday, since
3: podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it
2: all right Monday edition Taz show reacting to uh, the backlash pay-per-view smackdown exclusive deal yesterday new champion Jinder Mahal defeated Randy Orton in uh, which by the way was an excellent match in my opinion I definitely enjoyed the match. though Randy worked real well. Jinder uh, real, worked really well. Uh, I predicted that would happen, and I'm not bragging. So I'm happy with the finish. I think it's, it was done the right way for the right reasons. I'll get to that here shortly. I also get to the phone calls. I do hope those two uh, Singh brothers are okay. They took some hellacious bumps on those announce desks. Uh they got some hype when Randy Orton dumped them, those guys. I think uh, a lot of it is that they, they're they not big guys, and they kind of over-bumped in a way, just, but they're tough as nails. I mean, were, thank God they're okay. It seems like they're okay. They got up afterwards. They, I mean, they were, did you see them there, Dennis? They were. With, yeah, they were. I'm getting a head knock, folks. Head knock, yeah, yeah. Bobblehead Jones. So, you know, like I was talking earlier about Randy Orton, and when I was going to break, I should say, and, and off of that caller that we had... Uh, Saying that uh, there were fights in the parking lot at the building in Chicago after the after this happened, you know that's awesome. That's what you want. That's what I said at the at the top of my show here, triggering emotion. That's heat. I don't remember the last time I woke up and then uh, when I was uh, in transit took a look at my phone and saw I, I you know when I get a chance to look at the mentions on my Twitter and I saw all these people. Reacting to gender, becoming champion. A lot of them were happy, but there was a lot that were pissed. Pissed. Like, wow. This, is, this guy has heat. I knew he had heat. WWE knows he has heat. Vince is booked this way with different uh, nationalities um, or race or, or countries they're from, like, for, for, forever. He knows how to do this. Bottom line, though, Randy Orton does not need the title. Randy, I think, would be the first one to tell you that. Randy's a made guy. He don't need it. I mean, he's he's had so many championship runs. I mean, you know, he don't, he don't need it. He made a new star. Triple H knows that. Stephanie knows that. Kevin Dunn knows that. Vince McMahon knows that. All 50 writers they have know that. Got to make new stars, guys. You got to make new stars, and they did. They made a star last night. They made a star last night. A star that triggers emotion. Different type of emotion than the emotion Roman Reigns creates. I think they're both over. I think I think uh, Roman's over, and I definitely think Jinder's over. Different type of over resistance of being a heel by WWE with Randy or- what uh, Roman Reigns is bad booking. Full flow let him be a heel of Jinder Mahal is proper booking. Yes. That's why you get people fist fighting in the parking lot after the show when Jinder wins. They're not doing that when Roman Reigns wins. Different type of emotion triggered. Totally different. WWE can almost do the exact same thing with Roman Reigns. I've said it for the longest time, turn him heel. That's another topic. Back to Randy Orton. Randy Orton doesn't need it. A new star's created. Keep this title on gender for a long time. Because any baby face you want to make, good God, if I'm a baby face, they're lining up to face this mother effer. Oh, God. So easy to work with a heel like Jinder. Oh, jeez, it's money! Oh my god. Oh, the boys have got to be buying Jinder dinner, okay? <laughs> Bro, tell the officers you want you want to work with me. I'm telling you. Oh god, it's just easy. Some say, well, WWE is trying to do business in India. Yeah, no, they're not doing business. In India. They're making millions of dollars in India. It's one of the, it's in the top three market India for WWE. It's a top three market, I should say. I think recently, I believe they opened up a WWE shop in India. I believe. So that's bad. I mean, some people are bitching about that too on social media. Is that a bad thing? Isn't that called doing business? Is it Vince trying to just make money? Obviously, I know Vince
8: McMahon. Isn't
2: that the idea to make money? But you throw flags. Well, it's because they're doing business in India. they trying to make money! <sighs> Mr. GQ in New York. Welcome to the Tash Show. Hey,
8: what's going on? Good moment,
2: Good moment. TAS. Good moment, my friend. How are you?
8: I'm all right. You know, nice long weekend. Uh, well, stressful weekend.
2: All right. I well, hope everything's I okay. You know. Yeah, I hear you. No,
8: everything's just a lot of stuff to do.
2: I hear but, you. But, um... I had to go buy a refrigerator over the weekend, bro. Oh, man. Pain in the ass. You know what I mean?
8: Uh, well, hopefully it didn't fall on you because, you know, those things are heavy.
2: Yeah. Well, got to ask Randy Orton about that one, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was like, people, hey, GQ, people are going to think we set that bit up when well, actually we didn't. That was great. <laughs> no,
8: and you know, you know that's straight off what I want to say. Like, I'm sitting here and I work in these apartments and all that stuff, being an electrician, and like, these refrigerators aren't heavy. <laughs>
2: They're not heavy?
6: No, they can easily be moved.
2: Oh, they're on wheels, though. But still, I mean, if it falls on you, it could hurt, dude. They're, you know. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I'm all, you know,
8: you uh, didn't dive into the refrigerator, but. How can I help
2: you, GQ? <laughs>
8: so I um I didn't get to watch the whole uh, payback yet, uh, backlash, whatever it was called. I think it was backlash, right? I think that was
2: it. Yes. All
8: right. So I watched the. Uh, I was catching up on the uh, takeover, and I was. Thoroughly impressed from start to finish of Pete Dunne <clears throat> with the heat that he gets on uh, on Tyler Bate, and seeing that JR was the uh, guest announcer, which uh, which I was laughing when Lumberjack said about the uh, hardest part of the ring because I was thinking the same thing, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I felt like I, I got to watch the Shinsuke Ziggler match. I felt like those two were were just outstanding.
2: Um, those two matches, yeah. The, the uh, wait the uh, the Pete Dunne match <clears throat> with Tyler Dunne What was the other match? Say it again. <clears throat> uh,
8: Shinsuke and Ziggler
2: Yeah, I thought, I thought uh, Shinsuke and Ziggler was good But that was on You'll say it over the weekend That was yesterday's show I gotta tell you My favorite match, GQ Was not the, the Pete Dunn-Tyler Uh It was the tag match With Arthur Pain And uh, Gargano and Ciampa The ladder match I did not expect right. it to be Anywhere as good as it was I absolutely no, loved it I thought the match was I, great
8: um, I met, uh, I met uh, Tommaso Ciampa After one of the shows In Poughkeepsie at the Civic Center and um, he's he's definitely a cool dude. You know, he was he was he was cool. I just saw him in the parking lot, and yes. he's just like a regular guy getting his car. He's said, uh, "I'm going to go visit family."
2: Nice. Yeah. Well, sometimes you to He's, he's a
8: nice nice dude. And uh, to see that, I was I was like, "Holy s!" You know?
2: <laughs> no, no, I hear you. Um, <clears throat> yeah. No, it's uh, uh, I thought it was a good weekend of uh, of wrestling. I I definitely and thank you for calling GQ. I definitely liked NXT. I enjoyed it. And speaking of what GQ just said about JR. You know, I got to tell you, I found it a little strange uh, that Jr. really was not doing play-by-play. They did not have Jr. doing play-by-play in that match. It seemed um, like, what's his name, was doing play-by-play. Um, you know, uh, McGinnis, Nigel, Nigel. Nigel McGinnis, it seemed like he was doing play-by-play, which I am just, like, scratching my head uh, at the house watching this. Like, what? What are we doing? Like, what's going on here? Like, it was just strange because I didn't... There were little dips and dabs of some play-by-play from Jr. I haven't talked to Jr. about it, but I did speak to a couple of people in WWE about it um, while it was happening, and um, I, I, I was confused. I, I'm sure that that was the direction that Jr. was given, um, and uh, Nigel. Um, I definitely, uh, you know, it was cool. It was very cool to hear Jr. obviously, um, but to me, the uh, the show itself was really good. <clears throat> The, uh, in a little while if I have time because I want to keep talking about the backlash I'll, I'll talk more about the the UK match that a lot of people uh, loved and were talking about because I do have some thoughts and opinions on that that, that might uh, be different than a lot of what some of you all might be thinking so uh, that's the deal on that Hey Colin, uh, who got hit? Colin in uh, the Steel City what's up pal? Good
5: moment guys, how are you?
2: Good moment, how are you sir? <clears throat>
5: I'm doing well, I'm doing well. I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the uh, Shinsuke-Ziggler match, if I could. Sure,
2: go for it. Uh, I'm just not seeing it with Shinsuke, honestly. Wait, you broke up. What about Shinsuke? I'm
5: really not seeing it with Shinsuke. I mean, I love Dolph Ziggler. I've always loved Dolph Ziggler. I think that he's really underrated. Uh, I mean, they use him in a good way to build other people because he can sell, like, one of the best no, people He's in great.
2: The he's absolutely awesome. Yes, I agree. Uh,
5: but Shinsuke just is not doing it for me. I know Lumberjack might, uh, you know, <laughs> knock his man, but I just don't get it, and uh, I don't understand the, I guess, the strong style. I, I've always been a fan of uh, stiffer style wrestling, like I love William Regal, and he's got an aggressive streak, and, you know, he hits hard, you know? Right,
2: right. But
5: when it comes to Shinsuke, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, he doesn't uh, click with me at all. Like his hits all seem sloppy. It doesn't seem hard. It, it, everything that he does, and I went back and tried to watch some of his other matches, and I just don't get it. Could you explain to me what kind of style you think he works and if? If it's meant to look sloppy, or what? What is it with him that? I uh, think that
2: I, I don't know if sloppy is the right word. I mean, that, you know, that's your opinion. That's fine, Colin. I think it's a couple of things. I think the buildup for this guy, uh, you know, they've made him an attraction for his the violin, his music, and his crazy antics as he walks to the rings, the ring. So people love him, and and and, and they've made him an entrance. I mean, uh, it's almost uh, a quasi Sandman from, from ECW. You know, I mean, it, it was—it's—it's—it's it's, it's almost all entrance if you think about it, and and I think Nakamura is excellent in the ring. I do think you are partially okay. correct. No, hold on, I do think you're partially correct. Last night, I don't think last night's match was awesome with him and Dolph. I do think they were in a tough spot. I think of this, Colin, cut cut Nakamura a break because I will give it this—the okay. build up for the build up for this match was like the end all be all. Because this guy's gonna debut on SmackDown, they tried to make a big deal out of it, which I respect. So it's almost like anything these two guys did was it, it was gonna pale in comparison to what it really was. Because the hype, there was a lot of hype behind it. You know what I mean? Um, so I think for that. Now, as far as the physicality, Colin, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that of sloppy by him. I also, uh, I, I'm with you. I'm, a, I'm I. I'm a fan of strong style wrestling. I pride myself on. I think maybe my style was strong style before it was called strong style. <laughs> so, yeah, dude,
5: that, that is for sure. You uh, you didn't uh, hold back as no. as uh, those moves when you were no, in the ring. No, never, never.
2: Sure. At 5'8", I couldn't. You know what I mean? I, I had to bring it. And and my opponents knew that, and they were cool enough to, to work stiff with me back. So, and thank you for calling, Colin. But the thing is, with Nakamura, I, I do think that there is. Uh, um, there's a, a lot of hype on him. I like him. I I, I respect him. But I, 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 uh, I've seen him have better matches than he did last night. I did. I've seen him have better matches for sure. Um, I've seen this guy bring the physicality, really work stiff. I've seen it. But, you know, you only could work this strong style so much in WWE. Vince McMahon will not go for it. He will not go for it. He will not go for guys hurting each other. He will not go for guys knocking teeth out of the teeth out of their mouth. He will not. He wants you to work snug and friggin' stiff. I can assure you, that's a fact about Vince. He does not want people getting hurt. So there's a fine line there. I told you guys a story here a long time ago. Dave Heath, who I love to death. Those of you who don't know Dave Heath, that's Gangrel. Okay, Gangrel. I was working with him on a WWE show. Uh, a TV taping, I don't remember what show And I gave him like an open hand slap And I caught him in the ear And I completely destroyed his eardrum He had to have surgery on his eardrum All this, I felt horrible Oh my god Vince was so mad at me And he was right to be mad at me You know, it, it was careless It was it was reckless by me It was It was too stiff You know I felt horrible And I got my ass reamed So, you know, and I deserved it <laughs> So I mean, it it, it I, I, I have other stories in WWE, potatoing guys or guys potatoing me, where I've seen other guys get screamed at, not just me, but other. I'm telling you, he does. He Vince does not want anyone getting hurt. So Nakamura, the whole strong style, Japanese style, potatoing each other, that only goes so far in that company because these men and women work such a rigorous, vigorous, whatever the freaking word is, schedule. They're wrestling nonstop all year round, and they don't make money when they're out hurt. They gotta pay care of their family, so Vince don't want you hurt. It's not that he's treating like a piece of meat. He's actually doing it from the kindness of his heart, in my opinion. When I did that thing with Gangrel, I was not an uh, I was mid-card at best at that time. <clears throat> I wasn't making a ton of money for that company at that time at all, and Vince was pissed at me, pissed. And Gangrel was wasn't he wasn't getting a big push neither then. And Vince was just furious that that he was going to be out hurt like that, because it was it was dangerous what what I did. It was stupid what I did. I should say. Like to do that, some people here. Know. Just come in here, Dennis. You know what I mean, just get Anthony and just get him in a corner, chop him a little bit. He could, he could benefit from a few chops.
3: <laughs> See now, me, I could benefit from a few pork chops. No,
2: you've been you're looking stealth. You've been losing weight. You know, clean living. <laughs> <laughs> clean living. Okay, pal. Got it. Clean living. Well, that was tremendous. Uh, <laughs> we got here. We got uh, Andreas in Sweden. You're on the Taz Show.
11: Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Lumber How are you doing? Good
2: moment, Good moment. my friend. Uh, I have just two quick things, if you have time. Yeah, go, was, go, for uh, yes, asked, go for it. Yes,
11: go for it. I was at uh, my first wrestling event ever, uh, the last weekend. Okay. In Sweden, the, uh, WWE came to Sweden for the first time.
2: What was the main event? Uh,
11: it was uh, Jinder, Randy Orton, and uh, AJ Styles.
2: Jinder and Randy Orton. Wait, say that again? Jinder. Oh, three-way match.
11: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: So uh, was, who who'd the people like? Who they boo loudest? Tell me how it felt in the audience.
11: Uh, actually... It was a really good uh, audience. I didn't, I didn't expect it, uh, but it was really good. Uh, I think Randy Orton was probably one of the best.
2: Like that, as far as the people, and, people liked Randy.
11: Yeah, yeah. I think there were, there was a good crowd. but There was a lot of kids too.
2: Right, right. gotcha. And
11: uh, Charlotte had good reaction. Sammy well, Sane.
2: Okay. What about uh, it, What about Jinder? People booed him in Sweden
11: uh not really me and my friend we uh, we, ch- we chanted we chanted you can't hinder the gym there all the time <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, and what about AJ people liked AJ there?
11: yeah absolutely they chanted AJ Styles before the show even started so oh, he wow. was he was a very big win
2: yeah he's over so he yeah.
11: was probably he was probably one of the best two The the women got really good reactions too. all of them
2: yeah that's they good had well a
11: really good match
2: yeah, they probably put on a good show. I mean, I mean, uh, gotta, you I got to give the, the talent credit. They work hard, they're on the road, and, and they bust their ass. So uh, I'm sure it was yeah, a, good, a good show, right? You had a good time, I'm sure?
11: Ab- absolutely. It was uh, one of the great... Because I uh, I don't live in Stockholm, so I went there with a friend. We took a train ride, and, you know... Oh, yeah? It was a good uh, good weekend.
2: Well, I'm very happy for you. I'm very proud of you. That's awesome, Andreas. All right, what else is going uh, on? There was one... F-
11: there was one thing I noticed during, uh, because I've never been to a wrestling event. Right. The titles, they were like, i never seen them like that. They were like really shiny, and uh, I, don't, I don't get that when I'm watching it on television. Wait, you wait, I don't
2: understand when you yeah. say that, or I'm confused. What are you, what are you talking about?
11: The, the, ti- the titles. What about the uh, titles? The
2: belts, what about the belts?
11: They were like really shiny, and I, uh, I don't think they are there on TV. Tiny, there on TV.
2: You saw, oh, you're saying tiny or shiny? Shiny. Oh, 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 Uh do you have a high def T V? You guys have high def T V there in uh in Sweden? Will you stop? Uh, do you do you guys have Yeah you know? yeah, yeah we do. You might need to adjust the knob on yours. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You tell me the yeah. belts look shiny in person, but on TV they look dull as piss. That's what you're saying, right? <laughs> okay. I yeah, got kind it. of. I hear you, brother. Well I appreciate it, Andreas. Enjoy Sweden. All right. And uh thanks for calling, my friend. That's great. Yeah, so that's the deal. We got a lot of people that want to talk. Yeah, hey Matt in Florida, you're on the Tash show. What's up, pal?
12: Good moment. I had a comment and a question.
2: Yeah, go for it. <laughs>
12: uh, I thought it was real refreshing to see Jinder Mahal as the new champ, rather than like the normal yep. rotation of guys.
2: Yep. Well, because and see what would have happened, Matt, if they would have just had Jinder do the job and lose the match, then people would have been bitching. Oh, they're still pushing Randy. Oh, they're still – oh, why don't they give – that's what I mean. WWE creative. That, these guys are – they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. I'm telling you.
12: Yeah. And my question is about uh, the UK championship and Pete Dunne. Yeah. And, and heels and bad guys in general. Yeah. But I thought that match was really great. Yeah. And I, I knew Pete Dunne was the heel bad guy going into it. Yeah but after watching him work the whole way and the emotion and how well he did it was like he was the face at the end and how do how does WWE stop you know the heels from you know turning into faces during their matches by working so well and putting out so much well look you know, at emotion? look at
2: look at Kevin Owens that's how yeah. Kevin Owens is the prototype in my opinion of what he does, how he works, and how he is on the microphone to prevent people from liking him. And so and so does Jinder Mahal. Now, in defense to Pete Dunne, he's younger. He's not getting that kind of mic time. But I think if you give the young man that mic time, then then people would go against a little bit. But here's the thing, though, Matt. I, and, and, you know, and it's interesting about the, about the U.K. championship and you said a guy like Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. You know, my thing, Matt, is they had a really good match for sure. And I tweeted something during the show. I don't remember what it was, but it was some kind of a... There was a little bit of sarcasm in it that I was talking about the two or five live guys, the cruiserweight guys, that <clears throat> and how it's like the, the UK wrestlers, the young UK wrestlers, the undersized ones that aren't these giant guys that are quasi two or five live guys, but the UK guys. Uh, how uh, you know you could get a lot of the same physicality, high spots, and matches. Let's be frank with some of the great talent with the two or five guys. Do you agree with that? I do. Okay, so, but what we do is, and, and, and Dennis, feel free to hop in, but what happens is there is just a love fest for the UK guys uh, because they're not in five. that's not the main reason, they're not in five, but there's a love fest for them, and no matter what Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn, for example, those two chaps, no matter what they would have done in that match, people were going to go bonkers for it anyway because it's cool. It's cool to like those guys right now. But what I'm saying, Matt, remember when it was cool to like the 205 guys. Remember when it was cool when they did the the Cruiserweight uh, tournament in, uh, in, uh, in Orlando down there at the performance gimmick for WWE. And every match, people are going crazy. Remember when Jack Gallagher, who's a UK guy, was very cool. Now people don't give a rat's ass about Jack Gallagher. Do you agree with that?
12: I, I do. I think that's... You made that point a long time ago. That's right. It's, the, it, it's a long. It has to do with the venue a lot too. It, they don't do well in the big venue. They did better in the you know the full sale arena and that smaller English uh, settings.
2: But Matt, that building they were. In, I, I have said that you're correct. But that. But Matt, that building they were in in Chicago is massive. I've been there. I've worked there. So and that place was popping for them. So my point about the venue is partially true. But after I watched Tyler Bate. And Pete Dunn, I realized something else right there, Matt. Okay, and what I realized—thank you for calling, Matt. And what I realized was, well, actually, I got to go to break, so I could cover this on the other side of break. How about that, Hook Jones? Other side of break, I'll tell you why. The UK guys, Tyler Bates, Pete Dunn, these other young athletes—why they're such a hot thing, and people love what they do, and they're over like Rover. Compared to 205 Live, guys. What's the difference? Don't worry. I got you covered. I'll just have break. Tash will sit tight. <laughs>
3: to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: Alright, so we're back here Monday edition, Taz Show. Uh, welcome back. Um, yeah, so I was talking um, before the break here on this Monday edition, talking backlash to some NXT takeover from Chicago. So, you know, Two or five guys, two or five live guys, the cruiserweights, compared to the UK wrestlers, uh, which are also probably wrestlers that are most of them are under two hundred and five pounds. But that's not the topic that I'm talking about. It's just something that's interesting to me when I when I see the saw the reaction with Pete Dunne wrestled. Um, in Chicago at takeover against Tyler Bates and Pete Dunn became the new champion. So congrats to him, the new UK champion. You know, and I I got to thinking about some stuff as I watched the match. Those young men had two really both guys had a really good match. People in Chicago were great during the match. It was awesome. You know? Yo! So it was awesome. Um pardon me, my yo. So Pete Dunn gets this insane reaction, becomes a new Cruiserweight champ. Well-deserved. Kid's so talented. Not Cruiserweight, I'm sorry, UK champ. And Tyler Bate, you know, great in his performance also. People in Chicago were great. And I'm like, wow, you know, watching this saw a lot of similar styles and, and some, some moves and some spots or, you know, reminded me of a 205 live match. It reminded me of some of the cruiserweights in WWE didn't, and they all do a great job but yet the people the cruiserweights the 205 guys they get like no reaction when they wrestle on Raw or uh, on this show it's like I, I, not a lot of people I don't think are watching 205 live unfortunately um, I don't know if they really got the casual fan with that, with that brand yet I don't, I don't think so why why That's what I started wondering why so I saw Kessie tweet something the other day. Well, just it's cool to like the UK wrestler today, which is partially true. Is it the purple ropes? Is that the reason? Nah, I'm being sarcastic about the ropes and the purple color. It's not the not that. And it's not even that's the more I thought about it, it's not even the UK guys. Because Jack Gallagher, as I mentioned earlier, he's a UK guy. He's in two or five live. The guy's so talented, and I don't think anybody cares about him. And it's unfortunate. It's not his fault. It's not Jack Gallagher's fault. Whose fault is this that 205 almost means nil, where the UK championship and those wrestlers mean like, wow, it's revered. Like, whoa, whoa, oh, God, what a match. Oh, it's great. UK, oh. Why? I'll tell you why. Two words. Two words. Test one, two. Oversaturation. Simple. over saturation. Because remember that Cruiserweight um, tournament back when they did it, before the 205 Live thing started, was over like Rover. People loved it. I was one of the guys saying, well, a lot of it is going to change when they're in that big building. And we had a caller say it to me earlier and put me over. I'm like, and that's partially true. It did change because of the big building. But the U.K. Uh, wrestlers with the U.K. championship uh, is showing me that I was I'm partially right, partially wrong on the whole size of the venue for 205 Live. That's not it. The 205 Live guys are oversaturated. It's not cool anymore. It's not cool anymore. <laughs> I promise you guys this. This is not a shot at let's just say Tyler Bate. Put Tyler Bate in the 205 division, and unfortunately, you watch in two, three weeks, no one's going to care about him. And 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 I don't. That's not a shot at the young man at all. A 20 year old guy. I, I think the kid's great. He had a lot of early success. Congrats to him. I hope it keeps rolling for him. I really mean that. I think Pete Dunham, a fan of his work too, you know? But it's the brand itself. It's become a little stale because it's oversaturated. It's too much. UK, you're getting sprinkles of the UK stuff. Sprinkles. So it's hot. Oh, it's hot. Just like Shinsuke Nakamura. Don't let him wrestle a lot. Don't let him wrestle a lot. Mm -mm. It's not that he's not good It's just that you're not keeping him special Because Nakamura Has something that people Love Mystique He's got a mystique about him Why is he quirky? Why is he weird? Why does he act like that? The violin The weird motions he does It's quirky And the more he wrestles the more you're just going to look for his entrance and not care about him wrestling. Less is more with knock a more. Less is more with knock a more. Like I said earlier, otherwise the the performance becomes Sandman esque. And it's not a knock on Sandman at all. It's just that his aura, Sandman, was his entrance. It really was. That was his aura. The man had the best entrance I've ever witnessed live is the Sandman. That's my total I mean Sandman and Undertaker. <laughs> I've been part I've been ringside as a commentator for many of different Undertaker's entrances. You know, uh I've talked about the one where Limp Biscuit was playing Roland and he comes out and this is in Seattle at WrestleMania. I mean, that was pretty sick. But I also can compare that feeling and that reaction to Sandman with Metallica playing in a little bingo hall in 100-degree weather with, with, with friggin', whatever, 800 people in Philadelphia. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm telling you. So Sandman, to me, one of the best entrances of all time. There ain't no doubt about it. But it just, it, it became, it's not a knock, it just became uh, an entrance then. I and mean, the Singapore cane and his promos, obviously Sandman's promos were excellent too. They were, absolutely. Nakamura... Less is more with him As far as his in-ring work We already got people calling Complaining about him Not complaining But you know what I mean Critiquing But that never happened before So we'll see Andy in Ohio You are on the Taz show What's up buddy?
11: Good moment Taz
2: How you doing today? Good pal What's up?
11: Oh not much I just wanted to uh, Make a comment About the Jinder Mahal match And the uh, and the Nakamura
2: Why don't you go Nakamura first
11: Okay Um, I was just like Uh well, uh, well, I. do you think that they're going to have him and Dolph Ziggler? Like, do you think they're going to continue working? Because I think uh, Dolph Ziggler can really sell his ass off, and I think that they could put on some really great matches if they were given,
2: yeah, you know, the time. I, I, I'm a big fan of Dolph, too, just like you. I think they're going to move on from that. I don't know what they're going to do with, with uh, Nakamura. I think they got to just – I was just talking about it before you came on the show here. I, I think they got to really be careful with him. You know, I do. Uh I think because they've built up his you know, aura and his entrance and his mystique so much. Uh you gotta be careful you don't oversaturate him as a wrestler. You know what I mean? And what's your thing on gender?
11: Um, I just want to say I totally agreed with you. I thought it was uh I thought it was cool because, you know, clearly the guy's worked his ass off if you just look at his physique alone.
8: Right. Right. But
11: also, um I just think that like, you know, his heel work is incredible and you know, I'm I'm definitely rooting for the guy and I yeah. uh I definitely am just saying I agree with you,
2: and I well, think that's anybody.
11: Cool. I think people are just being ridiculous
2: sometimes. Well, know. they are. Well, it's, it's but it's if you're Jinder or you're Vince or, or Triple H or Stephanie, you're happy, because you want that. You want to garner, you want to get a reaction, especially like that where people are pissed from a heel. That's your, that's what you want. That's your job as someone who runs creative or a writer on a wrestling show, male or female. You want to get that reaction. Thank you for calling, Andy. I appreciate it. You want that reaction. You need that reaction. Who's this, Lizette in Chicago? You're on a Taz show. Good moment, Taz. How are you?
0: I, my, I lost my voice after last night's uh, Nakamura match because from singing along.
2: Oh, oh, you were doing the singing. Voice. Yep. Mark Jones singing along. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, <All right. laughs> let me tell you, I wish I could swear, but I won't swear out of respect to you. Thank you. That was a great show. Nice. I, w- I can't even tell you. I've been to a bunch of WWE events, and that one's going to stick with me. The crowd was hot, hot, hot. Mm. And were you, uh, were you? Hey,
2: were you at the uh, NXT show? I didn't because I couldn't afford to go to both. So right? I wanted yeah. To go to Backlash. <laughs> gotcha. So gotcha. Okay.
0: Let me just tell you. Uh, I don't know if you could hear it, but uh, every time they would try, someone would try to start the CM Punk Chance yeah. here in Chicago. Yep. People would boo them because they're done. You know, the <laughs> wow. Chicago crowd done being you know marked with the CM Punk Chance.
2: I and I I did notice that a little bit, and I I'll tell you, I thought that was interesting. I, I'm. Uh, I thought, I thought it was interesting I noticed that Lizette on the um, on who the heck was it uh, Hideo Tommy was going for the go to sleep on the mm. NXT show and and the people in Chicago were. I thought it was going to be like a crazy amount of uh, CM Punk chants and it wasn't mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. that crowd no it's, it was a great crowd I think uh, did you hear also the, uh, the fire Bradshaw chants on the air
2: no I did not no yes, did, was there, there was a, a uh, was there a fire Dennis Jones chant
0: no. Damn. Hi. Uh. Good moment, Dennis.
3: <laughs> Hi,
2: um, Lizette. How are you?
0: I am. Uh, I, I'm like on cloud nine. It was such a good show. I got to tell well, you. Well, hold on like... a
2: second. Dennis, that, that why whenever there's a female do you have to talk and put your Barry White suave vo- <laughs> bowl of voice like he's all sexy, sexy Dennis now? What, what is that? <laughs> I was taught
3: at an early age to be polite
2: to women. Yes, but it's, okay. it's kind of like, you, you seem like, hello, Lizette, how are you? Like, well, <laughs> I was, t- I'm talking to, you like your Annie. You're talking, how would no, Annie no, no. do it? Like, uh, hey, Lizette, <laughs> now tell me,
11: do you like deep dish pizza? <laughs> I love deep
5: dish pizza.
11: I love how about? in my mouth.
3: <laughs> Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because from your, your last call, I've been trying to find a way to finagle it in the show, and I think now's a perfect opportunity. Okay.
0: It was so huge. I was like, well, how am I supposed to put this in my mouth? <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> oh my God. That, that, this oh is, it's the Dennis Jones show. He just does what he wants. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fine. No so, problem. Um,
2: Go ahead, has,
0: because I love you. <laughs> yes. I made a Taz sign. It's not the one that's pinned on your Twitter. So I was bringing it through, and the lady's like, I got to look at your signs, and I started to sweat a little bit. Right. And so I took him out, and uh, she, was, she thought it was fine. And this other guy goes, is that a Ted sign? And I thought, oh, my God, he's going to bust. And he goes, is he coming back? I'm like, no, dude. He's got a radio show every day.
2: Yeah. Who said this? So some, just some mock jabroni? A security guy. Oh, security, security guy. Oh, they all suck, the security yeah. guys. Right. And
0: when, and when uh, uh, Tyler Breeze came out with the janitor gimmick. Yeah. Someone you
2: know that. Let's go, Moppy, and our whole row pops. <laughs> the Moppy, yes. All right, Lizette, Thank you for calling, and I appreciate all the support you always give to the show. And I apologize for my producer. He's uh, he thinks he's a co-host, and he really thinks he's the biz dev guy. He's confused. You gave me that title. I put it on a business card and everything, dude. Imagine <laughs> I do I don't care about that part. But I, it's another meeting. There's another meeting gonna happen at the end of the show. It's just, it's unbelievable. Hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get the big boss involved. Oh, dear, you see, no, I'm no gonna get them because you don't that. listen to me. <laughs> you don't listen to me. You just wanna do what you want. You and your grab ass friend Anthony. You guys wanna just do what you want. You think it's your show, and it's nothing, nothing. It's not your show. It's not your show. It's my show we know we know damn lean mean just like i gotta grab that he's writing time codes (laughs) Uh, yeah he's definitely writing that dude lean mean is definitely all over that i know it i hope he doesn't too and he's gonna damn it let me get back on point here some people think i've been a little testy in the show that's not testy i'm just you know i'm honest a lot of people are not able to listen live today for some reason. I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter saying they can't wait to hear the AOD, the podcast version of the show, or watch it later. Interesting, the show is not trending today. I'm a little surprised at that. Phone lines are jammed up like a pack of hemorrhoids. Everybody's running amok. Everybody's going crazy. And why are we not trending? It kind of sucks, to be frank. I mean, you
9: know,
2: I'm a little surprised, aren't you? Very surprised. I thought today,
3: especially with the the opening monologue being as strong as it was, I thought that would just rally the troops.
2: I'm Not even done. I mean, I'm, I know. Not, I'm still going. With the monologue? Are you kidding me? It's not even over. Are you nuts? Oh, we'll pick the show up here. Hey, Willie, Chuck, and Toledo, you're on the Taz show. Hey, Taz, good moment. Good moment, my friend. How are you?
7: And I'm great. Hello, Dennis.
2: <laughs> Hello, you're Jones Willie of the Chuck.
7: best, Jones.
2: All right. What's going on, buddy? You got, yeah.
7: You got like extra Hulk juice in the tank today, dude, because you're on fire. I
2: I just got a little ticked off by some of these people. That's all. You
7: people. I.
2: I <laughs> Sorry. What's going on, buddy? Yeah.
7: I I've seen an awesome reaction, like uh, inspiring reaction to the to the win last night for gender. Yeah. I'm I'm really impressed by like some of the stuff I've seen. Like some of these people are like really like tearfully. Excited
2: about it Well listen no, and, if you I mean yeah, Continue yeah, I'm sorry Continue
7: Well I mean Just uh, For me I, I'm not really I, I didn't even Really care that much About the whole uh, the, the championship program Right I, I got tickets tomorrow For the Toledo show And um, I wasn't excited Before last night Wait hold on now, So
2: wait 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 Smackdown's in Toledo tomorrow
7: Yeah Oh I didn't yeah, know that Okay Five minutes from my house Walking
2: Awesome did you say wait, wait? Did you say you're walking? It's forty five minutes.
7: Yeah, forty five minute walk, right? Right over the bridge, here. and that's then I'm gonna get a cab home because I'm gonna be uh, you. Know,
2: that was you're gonna be drinking like a fish. I know that's happening. Uh,
7: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go downtown early and get some get some food in me and get some drinks.
2: Well, hold on. Wait, wait. So, you, wait. What about? I you weren't you're the guy tweeting about the boathouse. Ja- like, you have to buy the boathouse, pull over the Tad show custom. I, yeah. Yeah.
7: Yep. Yep. And <laughs> then, and then, I'm gonna wake up early. I'm gonna wake up at six thirty p.m. on on Wednesday, and hopefully, the boathouse will still be open on Wednesday.
2: What day? What day? And- what, what's the date on Wednesday? Was that the twenty fourth?
7: It's the twenty fourth. It's the twenty fourth. So you're waiting I, to, the, I, listen,
2: dude. You've been, about, close, dude. <laughs> I, um, you've been talking I'm about. You're not buying this. You've been talking about this for two, two weeks, dude. Stop.
7: Dude, <laughs> I got it, dude. I got it planned out. I got it uh, planned out. I paid my. I paid my gas bill last week, <laughs> and I got my ticket. It's only twenty dollars ticket for the for the. Show tomorrow. It's yeah, good, but Lord knows, knows, oh,
2: God, the amount of money you're going to drop in the bar is going to be crazy.
7: Yeah. I mean, come on, I got, bro. I got, I, I got $95. I got $95. I'm going you know, to parse it out between the, between the dinner and the show, and I'm trying to get a pair of them uh, AJ Styles gloves.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know how you're going to fit in a boathouse. It's going to cost you over $100 because you said you're definitely oh, above yeah, an extra yeah. large.
7: Yeah, that's when that's $109 when when the freaking check goes in on uh, Wednesday at 6:30, and I'm gonna check on the thing. And if I and if I can't get it, then I'm gonna go to uh, your uh, uh the what? other thing, and I'm gonna get a whole what,
2: bunch. What of, what other uh, thing is that? What other thing are we talking about?
7: Well, I already got a, a hat, and I already got um, a apologize for nothing shirt. Oh, and I well, that's that's important. Shirt, you got to so. make
2: sure you have that. That just that just really picked I, me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God dang it! I
7: got a captain shirt too.
2: Oh, that's even more anyway, important. I, know, I, I notice you I buy every you. all the producers' uh, swag, but you don't buy Taz show stuff, and you lie about the boat house. You don't have to buy into my stuff. It's okay. It's okay, Willie Chuck. How else can I help you? Because I have to go.
7: Um, <laughs> I uh, want to talk about uh the Psycho Killer turn.
2: Oh the, yeah, uh, yes, Johnny
7: Gargano.
2: Yes, I'm familiar with him. Yes. Beep
7: the when his legs were just dangling as they ended the show that was like i i loved him as a face yeah but like when he went bad guy mm-hmm. like that move like him just sitting there watching them put him on a stretcher yep. that was like the greatest thing i ever saw i was yep. like just barking out awesome just stuff so
2: they stole the show with that angle and gargano took some amazing bumps in that deal too you got to give him some credit also let's be honest uh thank you Willie chuck for calling i appreciate it and um and i definitely think that a couple things happened on uh, on the weekend i'm gonna go to break here in a second and what happens is on the weekend you got nxt where i don't think anybody expected gargano and champa and aop to steal the show and i think they did especially with that turn but not just that the match was great the, the tag match the ladder match then the next day, yesterday, I don't think anybody expected Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton to steal the show. Everybody thought Nakamura was going to steal the show, but they started the show with Nakamura. I forgot about Nakamura by the time that main event came about. We'll talk about that a little more, and we'll be on Facebook Live on the other side of the break at facebook.com slash the Show. Swamp show, busy Jones, running the game, kicking ass, that's how it's done. I'm
8: running the game. We'll
2: be right back.
3: Play it, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
2: All right, Taz Show back here, Monday edition. Been talking a lot about backlash, some NXT stuff too from Saturday in Chicago. We're on Facebook Live right now on facebook.com slash the Taz Show. What's up, Facebook people? Uh, you probably missed a really good first half of the show. Uh, a lot of very opinionated points by me uh, about Jinder Mahal. I was looking at, during the break, I was looking at something on YouTube. has nothing to do with wrestling. And there were some things that popped up because I look at some wrestling stuff on there. And I can't, I cannot believe, like, I, I, maybe that's an exaggeration. But Dennis, it's crazy how many people, like... No disrespect to wrestling fans, but people have like a YouTube show or, or the reaction to the WWE pay per view and or different podcasts on different level. I I don't I, was, I, was, I, I, I don't understand. Like I, I remember a time, long time ago, like when you needed not just a body of work, not just ability to broadcast not just real opinions backed up by legitimate experience I remember when <laughs> you had a hope and pray you get a platform after explaining to some program directors and general managers of radio stations or TV companies you know that you can do a show you had a hope and pray you get an opportunity to do a show and now all you need is a laptop a microphone and Wi-Fi. I, it's, it's just, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm old school. It's just mind-boggling me. I just, what does it mean? Like, to each zone. I mean, God bless you. If you have something to say, I'm not saying fans shouldn't have opinion. Fans should have an opinion. A good portion of my show is about people having an opinion. Fans calling in or me reading tweets or something on Facebook or interacting with them on Instagram or IG, as I call it. Absolutely Fans Should have an opinion But I'm a little old school I don't know if fans Should have a platform I don't Not just fans Anybody Not just wrestling It's in anything you know, I follow A lot of baseball stuff And there are like A ton of fans That do like Baseball shows Or podcasts Or like They're not getting paid not making money And there are YouTube channels Or whatever I like I you know I don't know man I guess it's just It's evolution And I don't want to sound Old here but I don't know, I just remember that time not too long ago. I remember like how hard it was for me to get into radio and the amount of shows that I like Michael Cole and I initially, while we were calling SmackDown, were doing for like Sirius radio and for, for Infinity back then, which was CBS radio. And then uh, I, did, I went out on my own and the amount of shows I was doing, just trying to pay dues and learn how to do radio me—I talked about this for like ten years to get this, this platform I have. Ten years, the opportunity to do a daily show like this. And it's supposed to just be an audio show. It was supposed to just be the Taz show. It was supposed to just be a streaming, live streaming radio show. And then uh, one of the bosses here at CBS was no longer here. This was like two years ago. Wanted to put cameras in front of me and said, "You're a very animated guy, and I think we need to do something with video streaming with you." Are you okay with it? I'm like, "Yeah, I got no problem with it at all. Bring it, biatch." come on would it so anyway so uh hello everybody on facebook i'm seeing some blue thumbs up that's always a good sign uh thank you guys for checking it out i did not get a chance to interact on the gimmick chat i was having a problem logging in because of the wi-fi here now it looks like it's working because the facebook's working so uh before i was having a, a wi-fi issue but um So anyway, uh, if you guys want, I mean, you know, I I can't get into it again, but there was a lot. You people on Facebook, I know a lot of you just catch the last half hour of the show live here on Facebook, live, and then you jump on later on, whatever, and watch the VOD, or maybe you listen to the podcast. But uh, Dennis, they missed some stuff, I think. I kind of lost it a little bit. I went a little crazy. What
10: are you you not for?
2: Yes. You were
3: were very passionate about not not Ginger's victory, but the fact that people are complaining that, you tweeted out that he, he took no shortcuts, which he didn't. And people assume that you meant by that, like, physically. And you quickly clarified, no, you meant that he's paid his dues. He's been in the wrestling business for The guy was released in 2014.
2: Years. He was fired by the WWE, and then they brought him back. I mean, the guy's been around. Right, exactly. That, I mean, I was like, you know. And
3: then made it very known that, as far as steroids go, not your problem. That's that's are adults. That's their decision. If and, they want to do that, that's their yeah, problem.
2: I don't know, and you don't know, and I don't know, and the audience don't know. Would any, if anyone's on growth hormone or or PEDs or nothing, from gender to all these other people, stop accusing people, you know, just because you think, oh, he's got pimples on his back. Stop it. Most of you, I hate to do this, I but I'm gonna. Most of you folks have no clue about PEDs, growth hormone, or anabolic steroids. You don't. Well, you get word raging, you get pimples. Shut up! Shut up! No. There's so much more involved. So much more involved. You don't know. You think you know, and you don't know. People. uh, I didn't want to get into this. Why you get me into this again? What'd you think of a takeover? We need a calming mechanism for you, <laughs> Jake Stokes. Facebook Live. What do you mean, you people?
0: Yes,
2: that was good. You made me laugh, Jake. Good one. Mm. Look, it, the PED thing. Okay. You know any kind of you know performance drugs? Uh, listen, it's it's as I said earlier. Just a re- just quick, very quick, quick recap. Okay, it's in mainstream sports. It's been for decades, men and women, in, in amateur sports. You know, unfortunately, some in collegiate sports too, uh, too, which I think there's no place for. In high school sports, there's no place for. But as far as men and women that are pro athletes, that are friggin' adults, I, I, it don't bother me. If the governing bodies don't control it and people don't play by the rules and they can scare, skirt the rules, then that's their prerogative. I can tell you this much. If someone's on a lot of PDs, it doesn't make you a better pro wrestler. I know it's a cosmetic business. I know it makes you look better, and that's important. I get it. I lived it. I'm well aware. Lived it for a long time. But I'm telling you, don't come at me with the whole steroid thing uh, with any of these guys or girls. Because I you're coming to the wrong guy. I don't give a shit about it. I don't. Young athletes, there's no place for it. High school and college, no place. And I'm not saying I want to see it in pro sports, including pro wrestling. I'm not saying that. But it's fair game. It's the wild, wild west. And to each his own. So, you know. The fact of the matter is, like I said at the top, Jinder Mahal created buzz. You, me. Everyone now really wants to watch SmackDown on Tuesday. It's a fact. You want to. We had a call, a call from Chicago, who was saying, when he left the arena, people were getting in fistfights because Jinder won the match. Yes. Bingo. Bingo. Tip my cap to you, Vince McMahon, and to the WWE. Bingo. 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 That's what you want. Legitimate heat. Keep the title on gender. You made a star. Run with him. Randy don't need it. And look at Randy. My man was public enemy number one just a week ago for his independent wrestling comments. Public enemy number one. No doubt about it. Test one, two. And people still hated it on De Moore when he won. Most heat in the WWE right now, Jinder Mahal. Probably behind him, I'd have to go with probably Kevin Owens. Legitimate heat. People who want to bitch about about uh, Roman Reigns Compare and think Use your brain A lot of you are very smart And you guys like to delve into creative On pro wrestling And WWE's creative especially Look at the difference I talked about this earlier too If you guys are just joining the show now Look at the difference Of what they've done With Roman Reigns Compared to Jinder Mahal Jinder Mahal They went with the flow No pushback no thick-headed, stubborn booking. That's what they did with Roman Reigns. We're going to get him over his face. We've got to get him over as a good guy. we got to. we got to. we got to. How do you not like this guy? He's a great dad. He's a great guy. He's a well-tuned athlete. Uh, he works his ass off. He's a good-looking guy. He's got a great look. His family's legacy in the business. Ba-ba-ba. I agree with all that. I like Roman Reigns a lot. And I've been a guy in his corner saying, Stop on this guy. But WWE should have flown with him as a heel a long time ago. Different story with Jinder; they did it right. They did it right. That's a fact. They did it right. Richard in Chicago, you're on the Taz Show. What's up?
9: Oh, hello, sir. How are you doing? How are you doing, buddy? Good. Hey, I was a guy that had a password There's that
2: sign at the antique takeover. What does the sign say?
9: Said, uh, I'm uh, the national, you know, uh, hashtag RTV, hashtag we over. I even gave a shout-out to the Lumber Biscuit.
2: Oh, you had the orange sign. Yeah,
9: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: All right, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate you doing that. Seriously.
9: No, no problem. I, uh, I was 6th row for me, and I thought the, the camera was going to be on our side. But after the, um, Bobby Roode met, I told my fellow, I uh, think I was with, I told him to hey, uh, look out for me. I had to start walking back and forth <laughs> on the hard camera side just to, get, just to get on the show. And I liked it. It was great.
2: That's cool, man. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate that. Um, You know, whenever, anytime someone could, you know, support the show like that, it's huge, man. And I appreciate you taking the time, you know, making a sign and, and, and you know, uh, bringing it over to the uh, building and doing that, dude. Seriously, that's very kind of you.
9: No, no problem. And, um, first, I didn't catch too much of the backlash because I fell asleep uh, last night with my son. But, uh, the crowd at the NXT show, it was amazing. The whole time from start to finish, especially during the UK match and the tag match, the crowd just lost it. I mean, it was, I'm, I've never seen that in a long time
2: at the Altair Arena yeah yeah, no I no, went. they were going crazy you could tell and uh, I don't know if you heard me earlier in this show about that match and about how crazy they went and the UK guys uh, I don't know if you caught it but I've, I find it interesting because if it was two 205 live guys in there doing it I don't think the people would have reacted the same way and there's a, a bunch of 205 guys live, live guys that could do the exact same thing that Pete Dunn and uh, Tyler Bate did which I'm a fan of both those kids too but I talked about the oversaturation of the 205, uh, unfortunately, and how the UK guys are less is more, and it's pretty important how WWE's building that. You know, and that's why people are, um, I think, we're going that nuts for that excellent match that Don and Bade had. You know what I mean, Rich? And thank you again, pal, for calling, and thank you for making the signs. Very kind of you. Apollonin, Apollonin Williams, Facebook Live. Jinder Equals brass ring. Totally agree. Totally agree. He reached and grabbed the brass ring. I agree. Do you need to give any opinions here, sir?
3: No, I'm on par with everything you're saying, so I have no insight
2: to add. Chan Man, LA, uh, you're on a Taz show. What's up, big guy? Taz, Lumberjack, <laughs> love you both. <laughs> love you. So sincere. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I like you say, you, you, say you say you say it like a like a, a wedding MC. hey <laughs> bobby and jane love you both you know congrats <laughs> on your marriage you know what i mean it's awesome i love it uh what's going on i really do love uh, you both i really do right. love you both. thanks man thank from
4: you from the Tank. bottom of my heart thank really you do.
2: brother thank you brother yes go ahead Yes, yeah
4: well i like to talk about backlash and uh done versus bait if i can
2: yeah, sure. I'm just taking, taking a look at the uh, Facebook Live as you talk make sure. Uh, sometimes people put you over when you're on. Like Ignacio Vasquez just said, Chan Man with a bunch of exclamation points. You're, you're a star on the Facebook Live, my friend. You've become, you went for being a star on Hump Day promos and you rapidly segued into being uh, a fan on the Facebook Live. Ryan Jones says Chan Man is over. Yeah, you kind of are over, Chan. Uh, how's it feel to be over?
4: Uh. uh- Feels pretty good. I'd like to thank uh, Tad. I'd like to thank uh, the Lumberjack uh,
2: God upstairs. Course, uh, without whom none of this would be possible. Uh, someone just uh, put up the <laughs> Chan Man. Oh, that was you on Facebook Live. What the hell? <laughs> As
4: usual. All right, what's your point? I'm Comment, on.
2: statement, what's going on? Uh, uh, please, Dennis, I'm talking. What's going on?
4: <laughs> well, I wanted to say uh, Backlash. I loved it last night. I thought it was a beautiful thing. Great show. Uh, great debut for Nakamura, the tag match was entertaining as hell. Uh AJ versus uh Kevin Owens, they did what they do. And then my boy Ginder won the title. I was uh very excited. Yes. And I agree with you on everything you said today about uh gender. and I don't care about steroids neither, but to be honest, like uh NFL stars, WWE stars, baseball, I don't care. I want those guys to be on another level for me. I don't right. wanna watch me out there wrestling. I want to see someone bigger than I am. I want to see someone more athletic than me and um yes. and gender definitely fits that mold so
2: well i, I think I, does I, I, or not. it
4: doesn't matter
2: to me right and I, and we don't know if he does or not so that's why i don't think it's right yeah. to accuse people i know you're not doing that but i'm saying how some people accuse and and you know i think you make a very good point which is something i wanted to say earlier and i forgot so you know you said you don't want to i'm i'm paraphrasing champ you said something like you don't want to see people who look like you or something to that level and yeah yeah and 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 i think you're right i think that's a that's a great point and um and thanks for calling, brother. I appreciate it. I mean, if you look at, uh, if you look at, um, um, you know, I've talked about this uh, a plethora of times, you know, wrestling, creative wrestling is important, That the creativity behind wrestling is important, because you want to have, it's just like the, the Baskin Robbins, you know, you want to go into the ice cream shop, you don't want just vanilla and chocolate. You've heard me say this. You don't want just vanilla. You want chocolate. You want strawberry. You want you know, whatever it is, you you, you know, spumoni, uh, rum raisin, whatever, uh, you know, pistachio, cherry vanilla, root beer, whatever the hell it is, you want a different variety, and that's what you get in wrestling, some guys are big, some guys are small, some guys are built like, you know, animals, some guys are not, I mean, look, look, look at like Sami Zayn, okay, Sami Zayn is, he's not built like some ripped animal machine, he's almost built like an average guy, um, who's an athlete type thing and and not like this crazy ripped physique. Look look at Kevin Owens. He's built like a ballroom brawler. You know, he's built that and that, and and then you got a guy like Randy Orton who's got a great physique or you know, uh, AJ Styles who's not giantly huge muscular, but a muscular guy, very athletic muscular guy type thing. And then you got a Jinder Mahal who's just a ripped chiseled machine. You know, uh, and like I said earlier, man, uh <laughs> Uh, I don't know and I don't care what what people do in their private time or how people are about performance enhancement drugs, if any. It's none of my business. That's how I look at it. Okay, it's none of my business. These are grown-ass adults, and um, I'm not going to pass judgment on them or, or anything like that. I don't care. Uh, I don't care. Not, not saying I condone it, but I don't care. And to me, I can tell you this much too. One more thing about PEDs and stuff like that. Some folks that have maybe never trained in their life or, or worked out or you know or eat properly or whatever might be a little confused and I think some folks think that think that oh okay, this guy, hey Bobby uh Jones just got his hands on a bunch of steroids he's gonna get huge, and they just think that because someone pops a pill or takes an injection with a syringe, that means they're gonna get gigantic now. uh no, folks, no, that's not how this works. No, 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 and no okay there's a certain level of training that needs to go in cardio that needs to go in the proper nutrition eating clean is vital uh weighing your food bringing in a certain amount of protein one you know uh, like one gram per body uh, per pound so if you're 250 pounds you know you you got to try your best to get 250 pounds or 250 grams of protein in you good protein not milk protein not you know not not uh, not uh, you you want um, not soy protein you want whey protein you want protein derived from meats or, or egg whites and stuff or supplements you know it's 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 hard and now not just the training and the dieting genetics take place okay you, you gotta have the right genetics too you know you, you, there's no magical potion out there that you people think there is and and I, I hate the paraphr- not the I hate the stereotype all you guys but some people you know think a lot of people think this. That it's just like it's just oh he's just gonna take that pill and he's gonna get huge, oh yeah, I, really? <sighs> you have no idea. When 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 guys or girls, no matter what sport they play, are dabbling in that stuff, you got to train even harder. <laughs> you have no idea, yo. You, know, you got to train like sick hard. Like I'm laughing because it's the amount of ignorance that some folks they just don't know, and people just shoot their mouth off and don't even know what they're talking about. I, again, I don't know if the guy's clean or dirty. It's none of my business, and I don't give a rat's ass. All I know is the mother F has got heat. He can work, and he can cut a damn promo. It happened in 30 days. So what? This career happened in 30 days? Guy's been in the business like 15 years. Stop. Stop, please. Jonathan Navrati. Facebook Live, Dennis eats tons of protein from meat. Yes. That's your good point. Ant, you're right there. Oh, I'm wonderful. Are Victor, you? Victor in Pennsylvania, you were on the Taz show. What's up, buddy?
6: Taz, what's up, man?
2: How are you, man? What's going on, Vic? First time, long time. Look at you. Look at you right away. Good day to do this. And <laughs> the yam bag. What's up, buddy? <laughs> hey, just
6: real quick, uh, chop chop whack whack to <laughs> double stack lumberjack.
2: That's a good one. Timber! Cheers, that, that was well said. He, uh, you're a man who writes things down. I respect that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I was the guy who uh, made that comment last night about the um, tag team match.
2: Tell how me. I give me more. I, give me more. What how about
6: I, it? How I I'm like the gimmick about um, Rizango being a little ha-ha funny-funny in oh. the, uh, the title match.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh remind me again what you tweeted. It's coming to me real quick. It's just there was a lot of people yeah, tweeting.
6: Well, you know, you put the match over. I love the match. It was great. Right, right. I didn't like that it was too comedic. Okay. Because my and my point is is during WrestleMania we didn't get the uh, tag team match and you know, the titles. And I to me that's important. Oh yeah, of course. And um Tyler Breeze had a huge push in NXT. I love them.
2: Me too. I'm with you on he that. Kind of, he, me too. He
6: kind of took a dump. Yep. And same thing with uh, Fandango beating y j
2: Well, I think so, what happened with what, what you know, do you know what happened with uh, Tyler Breeze?
6: Yeah, yeah, I know he showed up late. I heard a few. Well, yeah, he
2: left. No, he left early, right? Getting in a yeah, little yeah, trouble, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, but people make mistakes. I mean, you know, what happens, you know.
6: <laughs> so, um, no. So basically, my point is, is I just wanted them to be a little bit more, like serious on winning the titles versus getting, right. you know, yeah. and, and it was over. Yeah, I loved it. Right. But I well, went, I went, well, the Usos are, like, hot. Like I love them. Those guys... Yeah,
2: I love them. Yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah. And, and, and real quick, I want to put you over. When I was a kid, man, I used to watch you on TV. I used to kind of, like, I used to get scared for other guys who were going to fight
2: you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, man. Well, Vic, listen to me. That's I appreciate that. That's cool. But Vic, check it out. First of all, I appreciate you calling. You know, because uh, I was going back and forth a little bit on Twitter, and I appreciate that you called. That's the first thing. So a lot of people don't do that. So I'm all about having a good, educated debate about something that maybe we could agree to disagree on. That's that's what that's what we're all about here, right? So um, here's the thing. You got to understand. You know. There's a time and place um, for comedy in wrestling, for seriousness, for sometimes sexuality. Most of the times, athleticism, it's about competition. So there's a time and place for all this stuff. And some would say, and you'd probably be part of that some, well, there's no time and place for comedy in a championship match, right? Is yeah. that that's yeah. you, you agree with that? Because it's important. Right, it is important. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. I have a question for you. I want you to be honest with me, okay? Uh-huh. Were you are uh, were you a fan of Rick Flair's work? All the time. Of course, we all were, right? The greatest of yeah. all time. Yep. Do you realize how much comedy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, I know, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Like, dude, during his prime, like even his prime, bro, like Vic. He was a funny mother effer in that ring, dude. Like, you know. Now, but look. The ladies and, and, oh and now. no, dude! Everything he, he was—he was, he was hysterical. He yeah. was even in his some of the spots he did, like his wrestling, some of the flips and stuff he would do, and the way he'd sell and fall on his face—it was comedy. Now, I know some might say, "Well, dude, it's different than dressing like an old lady with a cane." I understand that. I do. I understand that. You gotta say it's a different time now, and also there's a time for comedy, and it's a little bit different than years ago rick's rick's comedy was different than the comedy that you know uh that tyler breeze bought yesterday i was dude i was vic i was sitting there ready when i saw him come out from under the ring or whatever side of the ring with the old lady gimmick on before that when he came out just like a jan, i'm like oh this is kind of corny i was saying to myself yeah. this is corny i was with you i'm like this is kind of corny but i didn't blow a whistle i didn't get pissed right away i waited to see what would happen and sure enough I knew, once I saw him with the old lady thing, I'm like, this is kind of hokey, but if he starts doing some high spots in that gimmick, people are going to pop, and that's what happened. That's what happened, you know?
6: Yeah, I guess I should, uh, you know, you can let me go or whatever, but I guess I should expand my mind the way Dennis expands his gut while he eats.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Dennis anything I mean Vic took an opportunity to just bury you he did that yesterday too on <laughs> Vic did that also on uh, on uh, in my diatribe with him on the uh, Twitter uh, Dennis you didn't pay attention because there was no tweets about you but he actually tweeted about you and talked about your big mouth and stuff like that he did say that Vic so All the more to feed myself with hey power to you bro yeah see he does Vic he don't care he don't he's very hard to insult I try every day trust me <laughs> he doesn't react to anyone he's a douche Thanks for calling, Vic. I appreciate that. Uh, manly of you to call after a little bit of a uh, disagreement uh, here. Uh, Kemlar Robinson on the Facebook Live says, Rick, Dusty, uh, Edge, duh, 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 Christian, Booker T, all have uh, great comedic moments. mixed it to their matches. I'm fine with it. Uh, you, you, you make good points. And that's why the first guy I thought it was was Rick was Ric Flair, but there are more. There was a ton of guys, you know, a ton of guys and girls, that have brought comedy over the years and kept credibility. But I, I see Victor's point to a degree. I, I understand, but I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, last caller of the day, Arturo in Connecticut. Uh, you are on the Taz show. What's up?
8: Good moment, Taz. How are you?
2: Good, buddy. What's up?
8: Hey, uh, a couple things,
4: if I can. It won't be too long.
8: One is um, really happy about the gender move. I mean, I think people are forgetting. He was in the main event for the first nxt takeover with seth rollins i mean the guy's put in his time
2: he has put in his time for sure yep
8: and uh second thing is uh the the cruiser the reason why i think the cruiserweights don't get over is because of the word live you 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 put them right after smackdown smackdown builds to a crescendo you get to the main event the main event happens and then you're supposed to tell us we're gonna get another hour of wrestling i mean those fans are already deflated and these guys are just, they're not, they're not getting that exposure. You need to make them more, like you said, like maybe, you know.
2: They're overexposed. Like what I said earlier, Arturo, they're overexposed. And that's what I was saying earlier. That's the difference between the 205 guys and the UK guys. It's the overexposure. And I understand. I don't, I don't think it's the word live that's doing it. And thank you for calling Arturo. I don't think it's the word live that's hurting the 205 thing. I think it's the oversaturation, the overexposure of these wrestlers that's what I think it is. Because it's not just their own program, but they're building the build from Raw. And and I, I was one of those guys that said it from the beginning, the big building's going to hurt. Um, you know, uh, too much. It's gone way too much. And just look at the, the UK guys, you could see the total difference. Because as great as the match was with Dunn and, uh, and Bait, really, I mean, if you put it on mute and watch the match, you'll be very impressed with the match. The people made the match, besides the great talent in the ring, but the people definitely in Chicago helped make that match. And it's because they 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 would they, they haven't seen these two kids ever before live. Most of those people, like in person, it's not oversaturated like the two or five guys live. Uh, guys are, you know what I mean? So uh, so that's the deal. So right, I think I'm uh, I think I'm done here. We're in the fifth quarter, by the way. Bring the wood. Uh, and. What's up, boss? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. You like today's show, Ant? I thought it was excellent. Mike Favlio, Bait and Dunn stole the weekend. You're wrong, Mike. They didn't steal the weekend. Thanks for joining the show, (coughs) Ant. Curveball there. There was a curveball, Dennis. You noticed that, right?
3: Yeah, he swung and missed. Actually, he
2: just backwards K, like we talked backwards about last week. I, I I I explained to people about that. Uh, and again, I said that uh, this guy was wrong on Facebook Live. I I covered this earlier in the show, so I'm not going to go into it again. So I don't. I, I thought the match was excellent by those two young guys. I do. I'm, I I really I really do. Uh, th- you know, seriously, but. It, it, it's the timing of it it's that they're not you know oversaturated here uh, we haven't seen on mainstream a lot of uk stuff at all gee many crickets i mean they did a uk show on friday uh we it was friday no saturday saturday dennis right friday friday afternoon. friday afternoon and we didn't even know i shouldn't say no we didn't even get a chance to talk or promote it on this show no one, I don't, I don't know how high or low the numbers were for that. I think a lot of hardcore fans probably watched it, but point is, it wasn't even like you know that was the show that JR called, and then they come and do the match with these two guys on, on NXT, which is great. They had a great match. But if you watch, um, if you watch two or five live, a lot of those matches, it's, you're going to get a lot of the same type of exuberance, energy, athleticism. Montclair St. Clair on a Facebook Live. Why is UK not a weekly show? Should it be combined with 205 Live? Uh, Absolutely not. No way. No. WWE should not do that. They should back off of 205 Live a little bit and keep these things special. Because then you have have the same problem you have with 205 Live. You're going to do it with the UK. Keep the UK thing special. But it's supposed to be something supposed to happen with it, I believe. With the, uh, I think they're supposed to be um, in the UK. They, I don't know much about. It. I think they're supposed to have a show or something like a regular thing, uh, a network show, I guess, eventually, right? I think it's in the works. I've which... heard something about it several times. I'm with
3: you. I don't think it's a good idea. Because mm. whenever, like when Tyler Bate defended against Jack Gallagher
2: on NXT, it felt special. Yes, that's the thing, and then uh, that that's the thing. Felix Arrington, love to see you do a podcast for the WWE Network. Miss you on SmackDown with Cole. Well, Felix, thank you for saying you love my work on SmackDown and miss me and Cole. At times, I miss working with Michael Cole. Why are you left? At times. No, I. Do- <laughs> mean, like, no, because, I know what you meant, but then- <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I didn't mean it like it sounded. It sounded very douchey, but I didn't. Mean it. No, because I love what I do now. That's what I mean. No, I, 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 I know what I what you mean. Meant. No, I, I love. Jeez, I love Cole, and I, you know. One day he'll be on the show here, and we'll, we'll do a whole show. But we'll do a two-hour show together. And I think people will like it. I mean, one day we'll do that. He's busy, you know, and stuff, and I'm busy, so. I don't know. I don't know if WWE likes me this week or not. Who knows? That changes. But back to Felix Arrington's point, is I'd love to see you do a podcast for the WWE Network. Felix, I, I'm, um, you know, this, there are no podcasts on the WWE Network. Those things you see on the WWE Network are not podcasts. When you see Steve Austin do something or, um, well, now uh, everything's hunky-dory with them and Edging and Christian, so I don't know what they're doing. You know, those are not podcasts. When If you can see video, it's not a podcast. Those are just shows. Those those are interviews. They call them podcasts, but it's not. So, I don't know, I'm taking you out of context, but I'm just trying to <clears throat> tell you the deal. Uh, also, Felix, um, I don't think WWE, I, 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 I don't, I don't want to say never, I don't know if, I think they'd have to do a lot of thinking before they give me an open mic. It's a little bit different than, you know, other people. It's not like Dancing on the Table and these other shows they do. I mean, really, I mean, you you know, you look at, um, like, the guy who does the pre-show there, you know, the Rosenberg. Like, you know, this guy had, he's done radio for a long time. and He's got a wrestling podcast and all this stuff. And he was always, like, an opinionated guy, and now when you go to WWE, you 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 become just a, you know, he's just a WWE commentator from a fan's perspective. So I'm just saying, like, I can't, that hurt, that could hurt. I come out here and give true opinions, and I stick to my convictions, you know, as a broadcaster, as a, a guy, uh... Who's got a lot of experience? So I, I can't just go there and fall in line. And I'm not saying they'd want me to do that. But if I went there, I'd have to be. I'd have to do what I do. I'm not looking to go there and sit there and interview guys. They got a bunch of people that can interview guys. I, 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 that's not my shtick. That's why I don't have a lot of guests on the show. And when I do have a guest, we just shoot the. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's not. You know, it's not an interview. Uh, I'm not an interview guy. Poor guy compliments me. I feel like I just bashed him. It's unbelievable. Will you stop? Did I do? Did I just bash him? I don't know. I didn't know. Feel like I could have just said, you know, thanks. Instead, I kind of screwed up the whole thing and got all deep. You know what I mean? Bad moment. They call me the Shockmaster. You know what I mean? That's deep. Uh, all right, only on one way to kind of end the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's get ready to say it.
2: No, no, that's not a good way to end it. <laughs> I thought it was. It's not a good way. Uh, people used to like that. I used to play that back in the day. Do no think more. they still like it You think so? Yeah mm. Phil Bradley Facebook Live The universe loves Taz F what the WWE th- Thinks this week <laughs> I like that He goes this week I just got it. Yeah but they got uh, They got the money They got the big money Big money Jones They had a one I don't know. I don't know. Just don't suck, folks. Be a winner. Don't be a jobber. That's all I can tell you right now. Well, I gave you a lot here in the show, I think. You know what I mean? Gave you a lot. A lot of opinions, a lot of thoughts. Mike Favio, outspoken Jones, well done. Good point. Yeah, that covers it. What else? I think there's something else I want to say. You know, when I get like this done, where why I don't want to end the show. You know,
3: the NXT tag match at all? Do You want to?
2: Would I say it before break?
3: Uh, you, you would like mentioned it that that you enjoyed it. And you didn't really expand upon it.
2: I love the match. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. Uh No, no. (laughs) See you
3: tomorrow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Oh, Jesus.
3: Well, I think I'm losing my mind. You have this knack for like, like. The show's over, but you, you can't come to grips with it. So now you're like. I love what I do. Bro. I know. I mean, you it's know? awesome. I love I love being here. I love sitting <laughs> it's, here. It's, it's I,
2: funny. I, it's, I love sitting here with you. I love talking to the people. I just love what I do. But I, I will talk about the tag match in the a second. Then I got to go. But I second to do, you know what I'm saying? But but I, I got to tell you, I love what I do. I mean, so I, I never want it to end, you know? You know what I mean? That's what it is. You don't have to ridicule me. Why are you attacking me? No attacks here. You said you love being here? I do. That's so nice. I mean that. You'll be quitting soon. They all, they all leave me, dude. Uh, the tag match. I like how you didn't say, no, I won't be. I, I like you like, yeah, I, I see you'll be quitting soon. <laughs>
3: what do you mean, no? I'm, you know I'm not saying? quitting. What? I might get fired. <laughs> There's uh, Yeah, who knows?
2: Listen, uh, who uh, knows? my dead body. Okay. Then I don't want you to die. Over my dead body. You are not getting fired. They'd have to come in here and spray the joint to get me to leave, because I ain't leaving. It ain't happening. I will not let that happen, Dennis. They fire you and then I'm just jumping in front of the gun, brother. It ain't happening. I'm telling you. I'm worried about HR.
3: They find Who's out. that
2: Howie Reams? Yeah.
3: Nice, nice guy, but he runs a tight ship. And if he finds out about me and Aunt and the roomie, you know, uh, to room fill
2: out paperwork. Yeah, he, well, they won't fire you. But back to this tag match, they're not gonna go. I I love the latter match at NXT. I I did not expect the AOD and Champa, Gargano and Champa, to, Champa to have such a great match, man. I did not expect it. I really did not. I thought AOP raised the bar for themselves, man. I mean, their stock rose in WWE, in my view. That ladder match was really good, and there were some really, really cool creative spots I've never, ever seen before in a ladder match. And that's hard to do, as you guys know. There's been a lot of ladder matches in the history of the business. That was an awesome match, and I... When, they were, when I could see the build of the show, I'm like, whoa, this ladder match is going to be last. What the hell? Are like they crazy? What are you? Why are they doing that? And then once it started rolling, I'm like, oh, all right, I see what's up. I see why it's last. Good move, Triple H or whoever did the, bookie, the matchmaking on it. And uh, the match by all four of those guys and seeing the great Paul Ellering take a bump was tremendous. It's rare that you see Ellering take a bump. Oh, this is what I want to point out. Nubworthy no Jones or something. I don't know what it is. I want to t- you know, teach you something here, folks. You know, I usually, you know, for all the money you pay for the show, you know, I, I give you so much for your buck, you know what I mean? <laughs> don't buy a boathouse, though, but I digress. Um, Paul Ellering, he takes a bump, which is rare. I'll show you how old school, smart school this guy is. What does he do? Takes a bump, rolls out of the ring. Ring, you forget he's even there. They go into the finish. The the, you know, the whole thing happens. With, you know the, they retain the belts. AOP, all this stuff. And then the AOP guys, they go outside to get their manager, Paul Ellering. He's still laying in the same spot that he originally landed in, like once he got out the ring, selling his ass off from the from. I think was a he get kicked. Super kick. Super yeah. Super kick dives everything. Typically in the match. I digress. But uh But no, I just to me that was interesting, how Ellering just stayed in the same spot, very old school, and just laid there until that's that's something you taught man back in the day. That's how it used to be. That's selling. He just laid there and was like, Oh, and he got up, they helped him up, he's like, We're number one, like he was, but like selling, you know, he's just great. I I really uh, I really enjoyed it. The whole match. But um anyway. All right, well, that's it. Thanks, everybody, on Facebook Live. I appreciate you guys. And everybody on Twitter for who watched the show or listened to the show live, thank you. If everybody's checking out the show on the audio on demand right now or the podcast version, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. We'll uh, be back tomorrow and talk about Raw a little bit and some other stuff. Of have Mike Johnston with the PW Insider Report. See if Mike hacked me the rest of the day. I'm sure he's going to. There's going to be a lot of hacking off today's show. I promise you that. For here, here, uh, for the team here of the Taz Show, we thank you. And I'm Taz. You are not. Adios, guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen. Man, they moving. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball, us all day now. I'm stuck. At this Instagram page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink Just to get away We gotta live it up Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't
5: let you go I left my heart in the city